Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I was on Twitter last week, and I came across a tweet from Sarah Sneath. She does investigative and environmental reporting for Floodlight. It's a nonprofit newsroom with a hyper-focus on environmental issues. This is her tweet from July 19th. The Grand Gulf nuclear plant that's down and causing increased bills in New Orleans is the same plant that Entergy is facing litigation over for overcharges, including billing customers when it isn't producing power. Why aren't reporters making this connection? Sarah pasted links to some local TV stories about higher Entergy bills and, for sure, no mention of the lawsuits against Entergy's nuclear station. Now, there can be a lot of reasons why the TV reporters didn't mention the litigation. I get it. I used to be a TV reporter. But I think it's more productive to take a look at the nuclear plant and how it factors into these energy bills that are causing a lot of people to pull out their hair. Man, recently, and I feel like this is the second time it's been around, but recently I had an energy bill that was 320 bucks for the month of June. And I have a two bedroom, 1500 like, square foot house. Did you change anything? I changed, n- no, dude, not at all. But according to them, because you see what I mean, there's no transparency, I used a lot. That's Kenneth Thomas, a software engineer living in Gentilly. Until recently, his monthly energy bill would be hovering around $100, maybe a bit less. But now he's paying $200 more, and he can't understand why. My usage wasn't up, you know what I mean? It's the summertime in, the, in New Orleans. It's the summertime peak summertime in New Orleans. You see what I mean? My air conditioning usage is the same behavior that I've had like the entire time I've been here, you know? I, I turn the air conditioning 78, 70, like it's off right now. I've been hearing this from a lot of people. I do know that I am going to pay my $300 bill that has been inflated $200 in a two-month period for each month. It's like, how do you inflate a bill at $200 when you're not home? I work most of the time. I'm also a carpenter, so I know my home is insulated. My mother's home is insulated. We have more than enough to cover as far as insulation to keep the bill down. This is from a New Orleans City Council meeting this week on utilities specifically about high power bills. The committee ordered Entergy New Orleans to put a temporary moratorium on service shutoffs and late fees for customers falling behind on payments. The president of Entergy New Orleans was at that meeting and announced other ways the company would help with bills, 
including a $10 million donation to customer assistance programs. Deanna Rodriguez said the people of New Orleans are not just their customers, but family, friends and neighbors, and they understand what folks are going through. From the cost of groceries to the price of gas, I know the reason we're here is to talk about high bills, and we are all paying a lot more for products we need to survive. As you know, that includes the cost of electricity, and unfortunately, our industry is not immune from the economic pressures that are causing prices to rise nationally and around the world. J.P. Morrell, councilman and chair of the Utility Committee, said the moratorium is not something to celebrate. To be very clear, it's not a solution. I don't want anyone here who, who is watching today to think this is a solution to a problem. If anything, this is a form of triage. We're triaging a very larger significant problem, which is spiraling bill cost. When the announcement was done, Council President Helena Moreno started asking the energy executives in the room about something else. Uh, my other questions have to do with Grand Gulf. We're going to get back to the meeting, but I want to head to Sarah Sneath's house in New Orleans. Sarah's the environmental reporter who put the Grand Gulf nuclear plant on my radar. She says much of the local media coverage about higher power bills focuses on what is happening. But she's not hearing a lot about why it's happening. I see this also happening when reporters talk about gas prices and the increase in gas prices, and they don't tell you why the gas prices increased. They just say that the gas prices are increasing, and they, you know, do the shot of the price on the gas station, and you're left trying to figure out, interpret what that means. And the same thing is happening for utility bills. Sarah told me I should read up on the Grand Gulf Nuclear Station and how it plays into Energy's billing because the company doesn't bring up the station a lot, or the fact that it's in the middle of a $1 billion multi-state lawsuit, which alleges several things, including overcharging customers when the nuclear station is offline, which it is right now. We shouldn't be just accepting what, what the company says, and especially not a company that people have a lot of questions about. Here's a bit of background on the Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. Construction began in 1974, it was commissioned in 1985. It's located in Port Gibson, Mississippi, about 180 miles north of New Orleans. Entergy says the nuclear station is the largest single power plant in the U.S. It provides wholesale power to parts of Arkansas, Mississippi, and Louisiana. The original vision for Grand Gulf was a producer of lower-cost energy. I turned to the Alliance for Affordable Energy to explain why the nuclear station has caused many customers to see higher bills. Logan Burke is the nonprofit's executive director. It is an energy affiliate, and it contracts with each of these utilities, with all of its other energy utility affiliates, so Entergy New Orleans and Louisiana and so on. And, and that means that it shows up on our bills every single month and has done since the 80s, whether it's running or not. Now, with the prospect, back when the plant was uh, was being built, the idea was this plant, uh, the, the sort of glowing story around nuclear was, it'll be too cheap to meter. Literally, the, the story was, once it's built, you know, the, the, the costs are, are so low uh, that because it runs all the time, uh, and this is an important piece of that story, um, that it'll be so cheap that these customers will have stable bills. Now, 
the the difficulty with grand golf is that since about 2014 2000 between 2014 2016 it's begun to falter and that means that it has been running in, in some years closer to 68% of the hours of the year, sometimes 80% of the hours of the year. And what that means is that all of these utility customers of various energy affiliates are paying for that plant, both when it's up and running and when it's down. And then in addition to that, paying for power to replace the power that would otherwise have been coming from that power plant. I'll be the first to admit I had a tough time fully understanding how this nuclear station can impact local power bills, and I've heard different versions. Let's go back to that committee meeting and listen to how Councilman J.P. Morell explained it. When Grand Golf, which is our nuclear facility that the, the, the ratepayers own about 20% of, it makes up 30% of our load of how we have electricity in the city of New Orleans. When Grand Golf goes down and goes offline, the power plant you have paid for to keep the cost down stops working. We have to go to the market to buy energy. That is ridiculously expensive. Council President Helena Moreno sort of got an explanation from an energy executive about the status of Grand Gulf and its influence on our bills. From what I understand, Grand Gulf continues to uh, be down. Uh, estimated uh, time of repairs uh, to get uh, Grand Gulf nuclear plant uh, back up and running. I'll let Courtney, she has the sure. most up-to-date information. Yeah, and then Brian chime in because there's, it's really sensitive to talk about an ongoing nuclear outage for market reasons, so I'm going to be try to be careful in how I address this. But Grand Gulf is currently in an outage. Um, we are going to be prepared to talk more to the council at the, I, I, we were prepared to talk about it at the August meeting, so we don't have a ton of details that we can share publicly at this point. Um, but there's, it, it, the operations are safe and sound at this moment, and I don't want to, you know, yeah. sort of presume what this will do for rates or anything like that, but we, we don't have a ton of details that we're uh, prepared to address. How about this? Every, and, and Brian, maybe you can answer this question for me. Every week that Grand Gulf is out, you know, we're getting estimates that it could potentially be another million dollars added to New Orleans customers. Does that figure seem correct? I'm not sure. Um, I, what I can say is that the, the fuel costs for Grand Gulf flow through the fuel adjustment clause. So the fuel adjustment clause is billed on a two-month lag. So what customers are experiencing now, the high bills that we've talked about, um, at the last utility committee meeting are not being driven by, uh, by no Grand doubt, Gulf. but that's, I'm just saying but, yeah, down the road. That's, that's a tough, that's a tough one to, to address, but we will have more specifics that we'll prepare to talk about in August. But I do think it's safe to assert that Grand Gulf being down does mean that the cost for power for energy customers is higher. Grand Gulf being down means that there's more reliance on right on the natural gas prices, which are high at this moment. So it, it's exposing um, potentially customers to, to the MISO market, I'd say. All right, thank Which you. Is mostly comprised of gas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. There's a big takeaway from that exchange, and it's this. When the Grand Gulf Nuclear Station is offline, whether for scheduled refueling or for something unforeseen, customers still have to pay for its operation, and then will likely have to pay more on their bills because Entergy then has to find other ways to produce the power that the station is not generating since it's gone dark. The most common way to do that is to rely on natural gas, which is very expensive in this current economy. Sarah Sneath says the net effect is customers are getting double charged. When it goes offline, customers are charged for it, you know, still charged for, for that power plant, and then they're also charged for the replacement fee of electricity. I talked about this with Council President Moreno, and she said Grand Gulf is not the driver of higher bills, but it's certainly one of them. It's kind of like that old analogy, when something sneezes, everybody else gets gets a cold. Is that how you see Grand Gulf right now and what we're seeing with our utility bills as well? Yes, I mean, Grand Gulf is certainly a big factor. I mean, there's other things that are happening as well. I mean, no doubt about it, like the fuel costs, like those are skyrocketing, not just here, but across the country. That's certainly like a major driver. It's like you're using the same, but why am I bill so much higher. That's a a main piece of it. Um, Sometimes there is a usage situation because it's like we are dealing with much more extreme temperatures that people don't think they're using more, but then they actually are using more. And then the third factor, no doubt about it, is Grand Gulf. We heard earlier that Entergy can't really say when Grand Gulf will come back online. Its status as a nuclear station involves a lot of security concerns. That is one of the main reasons why people are not getting a lot of information about Grand Gulf is because information about outages oftentimes and when, and how long it's going to be out is, is highly sensitive protective material. The low-key atmosphere surrounding the plant causes some people to question Entergy's handling of the plant and the company's overall transparency. Critics have pointed to Entergy's big profits and bonuses to executives, while bills have gotten higher for customers. Here's a member of the Alliance for Affordable Energy addressing that to the council which also regulates Entergy New Orleans. You know, Entergy sat up here just now and presents itself as sort of a helpless victim of the market, you know, subject to methane prices that they have no control over. I find that claim disingenuous, though, when this is a utility that has worked actively to keep us dependent on expensive fossil fuel infrastructure, even going so far as to hire actors to appear before this body to approve the New Orleans power station out in New Orleans East, which is a methane-fired power plant, which, despite Entergy's continuing uh, insistence, did not operate as promised in, when it was most needed in the wake of Hurricane Ida, and did not offer the true resilience that we need in this city. In addition to resilience, there's the issue of reliability, and that's something the lawsuit against Grand Gulf is demanding. The nuclear station has chronically underperformed, For most of 2020, it operated at 50% capacity, while the rest of nuclear plants in the country operated at 93%. It's also in the past been rated as the worst performing nuclear plant in the U.S. Here is the underlying problem. The current Grand Gulf outage is not planned. We do not have a time when that will stop, which means, to be candid, you will see another spike in your bills in September for an extended period of time because there's about a two-month trail between when Grand Gulf has a problem and when it hits your bills. The reason why Grand Gulf is one of the many things on the August 4th agenda is that, as I've stated previously, it is beyond my understanding and it is offensive to me for the ratepayers of the city to own part of something that doesn't work and that when it doesn't work, 
ratepayers take it on the chin until it can start working again. That is a reason why we are involved in litigation already over Grand Gulf, and why we'll be involved in more litigation likely over Grand Gulf, because if it is not run properly and it is not reliable, we as a council, we as ratepayers own part of something that's not working, and it's not keeping the promise, which is to keep rates low. Mississippi last month reached a $300 million settlement with Entergy in its lawsuit over Grand Gulf. It's the largest settlement in the history of the Mississippi Public Service Commission. In a statement about the settlement, Entergy said its taxing, financing, accounting, and operating of Grand Gulf are, quote, proper, well-reasoned, and in the best interest of its customer and the company, end quote. Some of that settlement money will go to rebates for Mississippi customers who had to pay extra for Grand Gulf in past years. It comes out to a one-time refund of about $80. Arkansas, Louisiana, and the New Orleans City Council have not settled with Entergy. The Alliance for Affordable Energy says customers who have paid outrageous bills deserve much more than the $80 rebate Mississippi customers will get. That little bit of money is literally pennies on the dollar. And so, you know, all the more reason that we're glad to see that the New Orleans City Council and the Louisiana Public Service Commission appear to not be ready to settle. Because the fact of the matter is, the kinds of bills that people are are experiencing right now, I mean, I receive phone calls every day from customers around Louisiana that are getting a monthly utility bill from Entergy that is upward of $600, $700, even $800. And an $80 bill credit is not going to solve that. Sarah Sneath says while the frustration over these big power bills is high, awareness about the underlying causes is fairly low. She believes more attention and questions should be thrown at Grand Gulf. I would hope that people would get some money back in their pocket, but I think that more than that, people should also just be taking what this company says with a grain of salt. Even though Entergy New Orleans will hold off on cutting people's power because of late payment until November 1st, the reality is everyone still has to pay something eventually. The company president emphasized the importance of making payments. And for customers who are struggling to pay their bills, this is the most important thing that I want to to ask is that you help us and encourage them to take advantage of our customer assistance programs. This is important because it helps customers to avoid falling months behind and continue to accumulate debt. It is also important to keep in mind that ENO must continue to operate as a business and invest in infrastructure and any large arrearage balances ultimately increase the cost to all customers. As far as Kenneth Thomas is concerned, our need for energy can often render us powerless. When you hear it from energy, they are on the side of like, they speak of us as constituents, right? But at the end of the day, I am a customer. For WWL Radio, I'm Ton Trung. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.